All right, back to uh, our Detroit Pistons. Uh, still no head coach as of uh, May the 24th. So do they have any, like, any coaches right now? Like, do they let go of the assistants or? No, because I think they still have assistants who are, you, you know, working out some of their players. Yeah, you need somebody to do something. Yes, right there now. is a, there were people at the combine. There was a draft coming up uh, in July, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of important. Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think okay. those guys are still on staff. And what we've heard, rumors, as they say on the afternoon show here on 97 on the ticket, in, and I've heard from somewhat reliable person in the in the industry is that in the biz yeah and uh, some things he's been right on some things he hasn't but it's like anybody else that uh, kevin ollie is the favorite choice of troy weaver but there's other people in the organization whether it's arn Tellum, whether it's even tom gorris whether it's others that aren't so high on kevin ollie and i if that is the case i think that is probably why kevin ollie's not the head coach as we speak right now not saying he won't be but as of right now, and I think with more guys being let go, I think the Pistons should at least talk to, you know, Vogel and Monty Williams and just talk to these guys. And then you might say, you know what? I like what this guy's selling. I mean, I know regardless of the track record, I think he'd be better with this young team. Uh, who knows? What I think the- they should be talking to every yes. last person possible for that coaching position. Right. Um, you know how you say that the rumor is that they're not Troy Weaver and tell them or whomever aren't seeing eye to eye on this. Should Weaver have full autonomy, 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 autonomy to Mm -hmm. hire who he wants? Yes. There should be nobody getting in his way. Well, unless there's, you know, background check information and that, that I'm saying if everybody's squeaky clean from that respect, he's the general manager. I think he gets to select the coach. Now, Tell him, I believe, is the you know president or right below Gores. So on the pecking order, he has more. And obviously, Gores can do whatever he wants. It's his team. I just strongly believe if you're hiring a general manager, he should be able to do his that job. duty is not just requiring players. It's also acquiring a head coach if need be. And I, I think whether, you know, he has no track record at all in hiring a head coach. No, none good or bad. And the only reason I ask that is because if your general manager is setting up your team a certain way Mm -hmm. and he is setting it up a certain way, you can see what he is trying to Mm -hmm. do, whether or not it's the right way, but you would figure he would have a coach in mind that can lead these guys based on what he's putting together. Right. And so maybe that is why he wants Kevin Ali. So Kevin Ali, a lot of people have this mistaken where they think he is the coach of the G league at night, right? Mm-hmm. No, he is the head of coaching of the G League Ignite. So, meaning there's three teams that play under this, right. and he's the head of all of this. So, is he overseeing everything with all of these teams? The way you read about it is the way that it appears, mm-hmm. that he's just overseeing all of this. So, if this guy and Kevin Ali has a great grasp on young men and how to teach them and how to get them to the next level, then he is the right guy. Right. But we don't know. We don't know. And that's the question. And we don't know. Look, you look at all these great coaches, and there are a lot of great coaches in the NBA. Where did most of them start as assistant coach? Sure. And many assistant coaches, they're probably all of them, unless they're coming right from college. uh, They're either really, really good or they're really, really bad. I mean, a lot of it depends on the roster, too. 
Well, how much do you think is playing in right now? The fact that all these other jobs are open as well. And and right now, if you ask me, the Pistons aren't as attractive as all the others. You look no. at Toronto, you look at Phoenix, you look at Philly. Hell, you might have a Boston opening here in a couple yes. of weeks. So, I mean, if you're a major coach and some people try to tell me that this is more attractive than Philly. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. No way. Maybe four years down the road. Sure. But coaches aren't thinking about that. They're thinking about winning. You have Joel Embiid on your team. That is more attractive with all due respect to Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Jalen. Period. Right. Right. So, and I, and you also have Tyrese Maxey and the same with Phoenix. Yes. The same with Boston. If it becomes available, right. Like in Toronto as well. I mean, listen, the only as good as they were. No, but (laughs) They still have better pieces. The only reason you might want to choose Philly, excuse me, the Pistons over one of those teams that we mentioned is because you want to be in control. Sure. You don't want to have a superstar player try to dictate and wield his, his power, yield his power around you. That could be the only thing that you are one of these coaches who loves to teach. Like, you know, Larry Brown loved to teach, you you know, know, those type of guys. And I keep going back to our interview that we had with Dwayne Casey. And he Mm. said one thing that really stuck out to me was that they need a different voice. Right. And I'm just curious because Dwayne Casey, just talking to him for the half hour we did, is a basketball mind. That's all he's known since Mm. he was 14 years old. And, yes, that is most of these coaches. And he might look at it from a more 90s perspective, like to early 2000s perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like just the way that you coach with – you know, are they still doing layup lines? Are they doing rudimentary things? Are players thinking they should be doing this and not that? So that's what's interesting to me is what would be so different about this coach's voice compared to Dwayne Casey's? Yeah, maybe a younger voice. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, but wouldn't you respect the dude that's been in the game for so long compared to a younger guy? Now, he might be closer into you in culture and music and and being your everyday friend with it, is that what you want out of a? It's also it also who you hire as the the good cop. If you're the bad cop as the head coach, you always have the good cop as the assistant. You know, sure. Well, no, no. so Darren McCarty always used to tell me this about Scotty Bowman. They hated my man 364 days a year, except for on that 365 when they got that Stanley Cup and right. that ring. Yeah, it was all good. Yes. So it doesn't matter if you hate the coach, right? But if he gets you to the promised land, that's all that matters, yes, right? Exactly. So okay, in your ideal world right now. Who are you hiring that would take this? I don't want Charles Lee. I'd rather go after their head coach, right? Budenholzer? Bud? I think you get a young uh, – I would take Charles Lee or Collins only for one reason. I think those are the guys you take a chance on, like Carlisle was here, and to take them to a certain level, and then you bring in the veteran guy to be the closer. When if if you think that team needs that new voice, then and you know, the young guy that did all he can do, there's a lot of coaches who can only get a team to a certain level, right? And then they need to me again a guy like you know Bud or, or Nick Nurse or somebody like that, Doc Rivers. If for some reason they wanted to come here, that's your closer coach. Like when they're ready, you're saying pretty much. I mean, do they want to even go through a rebuild? Yeah, and that's a good question. And. It's such a conundrum that we're in because we both love Pistons basketball. Mm-hmm. We both love watching yes. it. And you just think about this young talent and what it could be if it gelled, if it glued. But 
how is a young guy going to get through to him teaching defense if an old vet like Casey couldn't do it? You know, know, that he prided himself on defense, right? Yeah. And then when we talked to him about, you know, defending the pick and roll in the NBA compared to college to just all of that stuff, being aware, like in college, most of the time your big guy, he's not popping out, but you need to know mm-hmm. that guy in the NBA level. Is he going to pop? Is he going to roll? All of this different stuff. And man, I don't know what to do. And, and, in all reality, we can't even really narrow it down mm-hmm. because we don't know what the list is. Yeah, exactly. 